Welcome to issue 180 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game. The encounter sets. That That's not right. What about, uh, what about the hero cards? Uh, anyway, we'll discuss these poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains. What did I sign up for? And their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on boarding them. I'm one of your hosts, the header cop. Uh... And Steve is here. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm 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 struggling with your intro reading, but go on. It's okay. That's, hey, that makes two of us. Uh, I think Daniel's here too. Daniel? Hey, Adderkob. Welcome uh, back to the lair that you apparently have forgotten you've been in before. Yeah. it's It's been so long. And also, I'm not a character this time. So it's, it's <laughs> That's important, true. To, it's it's important to make a distinction. Mike did change the wallpaper too. That's, I, was, I actually was going to say I liked it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I guess Mike is here too. Mike? No, 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 no. You are on thin ice, buddy. You know the walls have ears. We have and- spies deep, deep in the MCM universe, and uh, they have reported back. I heard what you said about those protection cards. Mm-hmm. I heard you got some ground to make up, boy. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it Americano? That's the the spy. Uh, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Because <laughs> we've known it's him. It's, he's, not, he's not very good at hiding it. So uh, with that said, I'm glad that your walls have new wallpaper and ears, I guess. Yeah, the wallpaper of eyes. Yeah. yeah. Of ears and, why you and were eyes. So, I was wondering why you're so jazzed up to put that wallpaper up, Mike. Okay. No, I get it. It's like spy paper. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, got it. Okay. All right. Well, let, let's get this train back on the tracks. Uh, <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. What's on your mind tonight? Email. Of course, we, it's always an email. We, we got an email from loyal listener, Denny. Now, Mike, you said that there's lots of people named Denis, and they might not all be French. No, no, they, all, they might not all <laughs> live in Quebec. They might not live in Quebec. All right. So that's why you're not allowing me to use my French accent. Please so I don't. Will, <laughs> so I will read what Denis has to say to us. This is his email. Hello, villains. Thanks for the very entertaining podcast. I got into listening a few months after I got the game in 2021, but originally just listened to what Pax had. Being super entertained, I had to go back and listen to them all. So I spent the last two months binging through the whole catalog. Episode 100 is one of my favorites, and I'm really looking forward to episode 200. I was originally going to skip buying some expansions based on what I read, but hearing your excitement for them, I will be trying to fill my collection more. I just became a patron. Since you guys need to keep this going for as long as possible, happy to contribute to your villainous schemes. The next step is finally getting on Discord. Since I'm completely caught up, I don't think this question has been asked. If a monologuing card existed in a villain set, what would you make it? Which villain would you put it in? So I read this, and before I read the next line, I'd already come up with the card in my head. Okay. Uh, but first, I want to give a shout out. Uh, way to go, spelling catalog and favorite the correct way. Okay. So uh, a monologuing <laughs> card. It, uh, my mind immediately went to James Bond. Like, it's going to be a sure. card that says, uh, when revealed, put three, I don't know what, ego counters on it or something. Well, I like that, yeah. Uh, when the villain phase begins, remove an ego counter, then immediately end the villain phase. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. 
uh, I did one too. Uh, not as potent as Mike's, but I kind of figured it's a um, a setup card, two sided environment card. Inside A is something like uh, when you remove the last threat from the main scheme, you put a monologue counter on it, and then when it has like two monologue counters per player, you flip it to its you caught me monologuing logging side or side B, and then threat would not be put on the main scheme during step one of the villain phase, and instead you remove a monologuing counter from it, and then when the mm. last counter is removed, remove it from the game, and then you deal each player an encounter card because he's been standing there telling you what he's going to do, and he hands out all the stuff <laughs> he's going to do to you. So, and of course the quote is not, "Oh no, you caught me monologuing syndrome." So, but those are better than my ideas. I was just going to make it a uh, modular set that had a side scheme called monologuing and all it did was put 20 monologue cards into the encounter deck. Blah, blah, blah. And blah that's blah, basically blah. what they do. They say blah, 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 <laughs> and that's nothing it. That's it. <laughs> nothing more. Just flavor text. I said, what kind of villains are you guys? Come on. You got to get a little bit more devious, right? So go ahead, Adderkopf. Okay. Uh, how about it's a treachery and you reveal the next five cards in the encounter deck and they're still going to be resolved in that order, and they can't be countered, their effects can't be stopped, and they all have Insight 1. Because obviously, the villain <laughs> lays out his plan, and it goes off without a hitch every <laughs> single time, and it can't be interfered with. Yeah, it can't be stopped. There you go. Okay. You know Maybe if they all gained, cannot be cancelled. Yeah. yeah. I do like that you see it coming, because he, he told you what he's going to do, so here's yeah. the next set of cards. Yeah. <laughs> he, he lays the whole plan out, and everything goes perfectly according to plan. Flip the encounter deck over, and play it with every card face up. Now we're talking. See, it's yeah. an environment. Yeah. See, now that's, now that's villainy, because you guys are getting it. <laughs> well, uh, Denis had made a suggestion to us on his thought, so Daniel, what, what was that? Well, his suggestion is a villain attachment with a minus one scheme, crisis and hazard icons with, when revealed, hinder two per player. Players must spend three strength resources to discard monologuing. Uh, villains, he says, Zolar, Collector One, Loki, Mysterio. The reasons, minus one scheme due to now hearing the villain's plans can thwart them easier. Crisis icon, since the hero can't thwart the main scheme until the villain shuts up. Hazard icon, <laughs> since the hero will be hearing more schemes and plans than originally thought than would be happening. And hinder, since the scheme will move forward while the hero is stuck listening. I suggest three strength icons, since the hero will need to punch the villain to shut them up. That's good. Shout That's out amazing. Wow. Shout I don't out know, to that... Canadian Mike. Oh, yeah. And then, in your honor, and in Denise, Mike, I will say his last line. Keep the top quality podcast coming. Perfect. Yes. I, that's, um, that's, that card's awesome. I, I hope you get Denis. that. Merci bien for votre email. Whoa. So, three strength icons. Don't you think that's a little, uh, pandering a little too much to Hulk? <laughs> Not oh. at all. Not at all. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. like, he did ask us what he did ask us what villain sets we'd put him in, and I, I was thinking, like, mostly the fifth villain in most of them. You know what I mean? Like, you'd want them in Loki or Ronin or Red Skull, the big guys, but also Risky Business or Thanos, because those, those are the guys who well, who are, tell you their plans. Who, yeah, who are the villains that, like, talk a lot? Because, like, this would never go in Nebula, for example. No, not at all. So, like, who are, like, the smart-assy chatterboxes? Well, Red Skull, the sure. The world. Red yeah, Skull, one hundred percent. Red Skull, Ronan, Thanos, Loki, right? Loki, Wouldn't Ronan though? Ronan won't. Ronan, nah. Ronan he would just hit you with the I hammer. I thought he would stand there and accuse you, so you would talk about. Yeah, but that's not really. 
Okay. Monologuing. Yeah. yeah. No, no. He his hammer does the monologuing. Yeah. yeah okay. he, he tells you what you did, and then he hits you with a hammer, and that's how it works. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so then, out of the galaxy's most wanted, then you'd have to do like the collector, right? He would talk to you, I think. He definitely would. Yeah. He would talk about how many, how much he hates his brother too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that would be his monologue is how his collection is better than his brother's. <laughs> 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 and then he would put the monologue in his collection. Yeah, he would right. record the monologue and put it in his collection. No. <laughs> well, Denny, thank you so much for the email. This thanks, is thanks, and thanks for being a Patreon. Thanks for listening to the show. Next step is definitely getting on Discord. Get yourself there. Um, yeah, wonderful, wonderful message. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I'd like to comment to FFG because now we know they're listening. Uh, we need our commission because he went out and bought a bunch of packs after hearing us talk about them. So <laughs> we need our cut. That is only right. Yeah. Now, Steve, we rarely let just randos into the lair. What What's Addercop doing here? Oh, yeah. Addercop is here to talk to us all about the lore for our very first oh. X-Men Nemesis set. We're going to start. We've started our Mutant Genesis campaign. We're, we're going to start our into our X-Men stuff. So we're going to look at the first... Nemesis set Juggernaut, mm-hmm. uh, which comes in the Mutant Genesis campaign box. Five cards, four by title, plus the obligation. But he has got to tell us all the lore about this big brute Juggernaut. Or maybe he's not a brute, although it does say in his card. So He seems to work out a bit. Yeah, he's definitely a brute. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but he's he's definitely a brute. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm, I'm really happy to be here. You know, jokes aside, I appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, I love Colossus. Colossus is my favorite X-Man. Um, and he has been since I was a kid. And uh, Juggernaut is really, really cool. Uh, despite him being like sort of a one-dimensional character, right? He charges in a straight line. Um, he's been he's been like a lot of his modern stuff is really interesting, like his relationship with, with some other characters. Um uh, he's also a Thunderbolt, so that's what I'm doing here to answer your question. I love the T-Bolts, and we have a T-Bolt villain here, so here I am. All right, <laughs> and and it's very on theme for us to make somebody come in. They have their favorite hero, and then we don't let them talk about him. We have to talk about their nemesis. So I exactly, like exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I like Juggernaut. So jokes on you. Reversal. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> You're gonna talk about his helmet, right? Just I'm actually only gonna talk about his helmet. <laughs> it's just just I his helmet. Disconcerting, but go ahead. That's that's fine. I mean, I. I feel like I'm maybe part of it is that Juggernaut is a legendary internet meme, and I won't get into that uh, any further than that. Um, and me also being a internet meme, I'm here talking about it. So, <laughs> so it, it lines up in a lot of different dimensions, but we're going to just focus on the one dimension. Okay. All right. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, looped it all back in. Let's do the origin. All right, cool. So um, Juggernaut is the type of villain that you would expect to uh, emerge from his era. Uh, he popped up in very early X-Men um, in the 60s. Um, and he shows up and he beats up a bunch of children. That's what he's always done. Oh. Uh, yeah, so you guys are probably a big fan of that. <laughs> no. Uh, how, how old are these children? <laughs> oh, they're like school age, you know, the original oh. X-Men. Okay. So he, he just ran through and started chucking them around. Like, whatever, right? Oh, so high school back. kids? Uh, yeah, like high school kids. Yeah, oh, that, that's fine. Okay. What was his yeah. plan? Uh, his plan <laughs> was to to hit them. Um, so <laughs> if you guys don't know, um, Juggernaut or Kane Marco uh, is the stepbrother of Professor Xavier, 
Um, yeah, no. yeah, they're they're related, and that's that's why the Juggernaut isn't a huge fan of uh, the X Men. Juggernaut got his powers by finding the the Crimson Gem of Ciderac, uh during the Korean War, and similar to uh, Mjolnir, it had its own little inscription that said something along the lines of, "Hey, if you find this gem and you read this out loud, you gain the powers of Ciderac. And uh, Ciderac is a god of running through things uh, or something. <laughs> 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 and uh okay yeah okay. and he was you know he's blessed with uh super strength and and sustenance and um regeneration all the things that you'd expect somebody that runs through walls should probably have kind of built into the package deal um and he just has to keep moving forward so uh the necessity of him moving is is pretty flexible he can apparently lead a fairly normal life as a six ton juggernaut but um yeah overall that's pretty much where he came from uh he was a member of the brotherhood because he liked fighting X-Men, he didn't like his stepbrother, Professor X, um, or I guess he probably calls him Charles. Um, and since then, like in, in modern times, um, they've been using him a little bit more flexibly. Like he's still the type of guy that shows up and wrestles people. And they've done some kind of silly things with him. Uh, back when Marvel and Malibu merged, they did some crazy stuff. Uh, there's also the uh, universe where he has a son, uh, J2, who is um, pretty grungy with the flannel around the uh, waist. J2. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, and then uh, one of my one of my favorite runs of uh, Thunderbolts. He's involved. He's not in it for super long, maybe about a year. Um, and then during Fear itself, he becomes another avatar of one of the Hammers. So he's like an avatar. Uh, oh, well, during that time, he wasn't the avatar of Ciderac. Colossus was, and in the meantime, he got the hammer, so he became uh, Kurth, or you know, Kurt. <laughs> and him and Colossus threw down. And it was pretty cool because there was two juggernauts fighting each other. That pretty much catches you up to where he is now. There's he's doing stuff with the the X Men currently, but he's not like a major player. Um, but yeah, overall, he found a crystal during the Korean War, and now he runs into things professionally. So he's not a mutant. He's not a mutant, and that's been like a kind of a constant thing. Um, it's been, I believe, it's been retconned that he had some sort of like mutant latent ability to make him actually a mutant. But yeah, when he originally signed up for the, the Brotherhood of, of Mutants which is in the name, he uh, he was like, well, you know, uh, I just don't like the X-Men. And Magneto's like, well, you know, it's kind of loose to get into the program right now, so as long as you don't like the X-Men, you're in. And that's pretty much how it worked. <laughs> huh. So he doesn't really have a motivation, I guess, other than dislike. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, that's isn't that number one for villains? It's like, I guess, brotherly love here. Yeah, just like yeah. profound jealousy for the heroes and like, you know. Being it's upset all the time. Yeah. It's all the grudge. Nothing like a good grudge. What's, you know, what separates him from, uh, say, Rhino at her cop? How are they different? Aside from appearance and such. I would say that the the angle that separates them is that, like, mystical aspect. Um, okay. Where Juggernaut has a connection to some sort of, like, extra planar entity, which is Ciderac. Uh Rhino is a guy that dresses as a rhino. How about, <laughs> how about Bulldozer? Doesn't he have like a magical helmet and he's, he runs and smashes into stuff? So that's a little bit different. Um, Bulldozer has a enchanted helmet, which was a normal helmet that was enchanted by just magic. But again, Juggernaut has an actual connection as an avatar to a god. Um, bulldozer is just a guy who dresses like a bulldozer. Yeah, okay. All right. So this guy's the real deal. He's yeah. The real deal. And we have, we have the Crimson Bands of Ciderac that. Doctor Strange uses mm-hmm. as an invocation. So there's yes. a connection there. 
Yeah, that's another one of the magical things that uh, Ciderac does. Um, the Christian bands are obviously like restricting, but if you look in the art, they kind of look like the ones that Juggernaut's wearing. So proof that Doctor Strange is a villain. <laughs> okay. Doctor Strange, yeah, dubious at best. Dubious. Okay. Huh. Pretty cool, right? That's yeah. Cool. All right. I, you know, I just thought he was a mutant front based. I mean, I think the X Men movies make you, you know, they he's a mutant in those movies. Yeah, the original it's, ones. It's easier than the sidebar where they look at the viewer and they go, "Well, he's not actually a mutant, but for the purposes of this film, <laughs> right? Here's a movie all about mutants, except for this one guy." Yeah, 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 and and it's Vinnie Jones anyway. So I think we just wanted to watch Vinnie Jones. <laughs> all right. It really, um, is a weird outfit. It's a really weird outfit. <laughs> like, has it changed over the years? Because not really. No. Um, I think the I think the bands were added to his arms from his original appearances. Yeah, pulling up pulling up his first appearance issue. He doesn't have the bands on his arms, um, but it's mostly the same thing. Yeah. Huh. And the helmet. Where does he get the helmet from? The helmet is just part of the deal. Like it's just part it's, of the deal. It's just part of the deal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just like um. You know, Spider-Man's mask. Okay. He takes on the form of Juggernaut, and I guess that's a bad example, but you get what I'm saying. What, uh, what'd you say his, his real name was? Payne Marco. Okay. Marco. There's another Marco out there, isn't there? Uh, you might be thinking of Sandman. Yeah. Yep. Uh, is it Flint Marco? Yeah, Flint, Flint Marco. Marco. There you go. Flint Marco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're related. That's well, a good question. He... That's the Sandman's name is really Bill Baker, and he takes on the name Flint Marco as an alias for a little while or something like that. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Know. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I like in that one piece of art his really pronounced belly button on top of his what I would call very German swim trunks. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that outfit really accentuates his belly button. You just. Like and his abs. <laughs> this might be this might be someone getting away with speedos better than anyone else in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, what, what are you going to tell him? No, like he's going to run straight <laughs> to your house. <laughs> what ridiculous panties you're wearing, Juggernaut? Yeah, <laughs> there's like a, there's a he's a major character in um in the in the '90s, uh, really early Deadpool series. Actually, I think it's the first uh, Deadpool solo series. There's a four part called the uh, the Circle Chase, and um. I don't remember what the main plot of it was. It's been a while since I've read it, but there's a really extended fight scene between Deadpool and Juggernaut. So the guy who can't die and the guy who can't slow down are just like running into each other uh, through a factory um, that apparently makes, I don't know, ninja stars. And, <laughs> and uh, it ends with a, a scene like Terminator where Juggernaut falls into some liquid metal. And uh, but then he comes busting out, and they end up wrecking everything before Deadpool runs away. And uh, that was really impactful to me as a kid. I was like, "Wow, he made it!" Because I'd read early X Men stuff where you know he's a little goofy, and now I'm like, "Wow, this guy's something." <laughs> he's full of ninja stars and covered in lava, and uh, he's he's doing okay. He's gonna definitely, make it. Definitely graduated to a new rank. Yeah, yeah. And then all of it is about him and his his best friend, Black Tom Cassidy. So. That's cool. I think that's great. I think villains should have friends. When when you guys can get yeah. friends? Wow, hurtful. <laughs> um, wait, we talked about Black Tom Cassidy, right? Yeah, I was gonna say we did get Black Tom Cassidy. So what what do they have in common that would make them friends? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. They seem very, they seem yeah. very different. 
I genuinely have no idea like where their relationship started. And uh yeah. and it's just as as long as I've known, they've just been buddies. Okay. And they just get along. They're real like uh mice and men kind of thing. I think they went to summer camp together one year. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they went to junior villain academy together and yeah, and then like Juggernaut fell into some poison ivy and Black Tom Cassie was like, no, and he made the ivy crawl away and like Yeah. And then Black Tom turns into a tree at one point and Dragonaut cries. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, that's, come on. Come on, right? That's, well, that's, what, we read, that's what we read comics that for. That is all I needed to hear to make me emotionally connect with Juggernaut. That's it. That's all it took for me. He's crying over yeah. a tree stump. I get it. Let's oh, go. a tree stump. tree stump. Oh, that's yeah. even worse. Jeez, it's like, it's like the giving tree. Yeah. It was like the giving tree. Yeah, it was like the giving tree did, at the end. Did Juggernaut sit on it and cry? Uh, no, because it was his friend, so he wasn't gonna like sit. Well, his, the giving his... tree trunk was like that was his. He weighs six too, tons, right? remember? Right. But, yeah, I don't know that that would work out. How big is this guy if he weighs six tons? Like, how, what's his height? I can't really under- get it in the art, like just how big he is. Uh, let me pull out my Marvel cards from the nineties. My my Fleer uh, Marvel cards that had stats on the back. Okay, I mean he looks definitely tall based on that one art. Uh, six ten. He's six ten. Oh, you had those within arm's reach. <laughs> right, I keep him in my wallet. <laughs> He's six ten, and he actually only weighs nine hundred pounds. So okay, okay, because I was gonna say six tons. The plumbing in his house has to be something special, but <laughs> nine hundred pounds, it's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's got code code clearance. He can actually yeah. use the elevator still. Right. By himself. <laughs> By himself, of course. Yeah, naturally. Mm. Yeah. Yep. If I were him, I would take the stairs. I think. I'd probably take the stairs as well. Yeah, yeah. And he well, he, he dated She Hulk for a bit. That's fun, right? Oh, he's a normal oh, dude. He did. He's just like the rest of us. Yeah. Oh. Oh, can he like take <laughs> off his costume and be a person? Yep. Okay. Be a gigantic human being. Yes. Okay, okay. so he's still just as big. Yeah, he doesn't like unhulk. He un- he doesn't unjuggernaut himself. He dresses down. So That's he can it. he can take the stone off of himself. Last I remember, it was embedded in him. So when okay. it was like when he lost it, it was a big deal. Okay. Um, sort of like like a Iron Man's reactor thingy. Sure. But uh, that may have changed. They've they've done quite a bit of work with the character. Okay. Okay. But he could take the costume off. So okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I also like that uh, he's had a fight with Colossus. There's actually a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Do they they interact often? I know they duke it out in like the Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say often, but in in Fear itself, there's a really, really cool... I think it's like the whole issue is just them like fighting underwater, I want to say. Well. Um, where Juggernaut is mad that Colossus is the Avatar of Ciderac, and Colossus is angry because he is the Avatar of Ciderac, and is like <laughs> using it to work out a lot of his own issues. And it's just, it's just like off the rails. So they're they're at the bottom of the ocean just like throwing haymakers at each other for like an entire issue. Really cool. <laughs> As somebody who loves the thing and Hulk, like this was this was 100 percent what I wanted out of a comic. <laughs> Can they just beat each other up? Oh good. They're just beating each other up for 30 pages. Excellent. They're really, really good. This is this is intellectually satisfying. <laughs> well, speaking of intellectually satisfying, there's gotta be some cards that go along with this guy. Oh, there are. Yeah. I'm happy that you asked. Yeah. Just to recap, Mutant Genesis campaign box, five cards for by title, plus the obligation. And we always have Mike read the obligation. That's true. Weird, hey? Weird. Weird. 
this is homesick. Oh. This goes to the Peter Rasputin player. You may flip to alter ego form. Choose either exhaust Peter Rasputin to remove homesick from the game, or discard this card and each tough status card from your identity. If you discarded no stuff, no tough status cards this way, this card gains surge. It has the usual two boost icons. So um, I haven't played a lot of Colossus. I've played, I'm diving into each one. I, I'm giving these heroes, you know, the full experience, the full get to know them before I move on to the next one. Uh, this wave is big with eight of them. I just haven't gotten to Colossus yet. So how does this, how bad is this? Well, I think it's, I mean, it's a pretty basic obligation, right? You have the regular choice flip and get rid of it. Or get rid of his toughs. His whole economy, his whole thing is built on toughs. So pulling off a tough or two toughs, because he can have multiple toughs, is a rather big deal, I feel like. But flipping into Alter Ego, then flipping like in the villain phase, and then in the player phase, you flip back to Hero, nets him tough tokens. Mm. So it's almost good for him. Does that seem fair to you guys who have... Uh, I know, huh. Brave, you played him a bunch, though. So. Yeah. Um, I played him a lot at the at Con of Heroes. Um, and I honestly, I have a blast playing him. So you're, 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 you're absolutely right. Um, I'd get the obligation and, and say, sweet. And I'd flip to Alter Ego um, because of the, the tough token economy being so important for him. Like, you can plan out your whole turn, and then something happens where it's like, you know, take one damage or, sh- you know, Shocker, as an example, drops, yeah. breaks your tough token, and now your hand is just crash. Hmm. So the second one doesn't happen that often uh, because, like, like I said, you just want to be able to flip, and that's that's good news. So, do you find that uh, you can exhaust okay since he has tough status cards, or do you like to preserve your status cards and like defend in the in the villain phase? Basically, are you exhausted when this card comes out? I think. In, well, um, I play him in protection, and I use a lot of like um, indomitables and. Uh, uh, drastic defense, or no? What is it called? Um, desperate defense. Desperate. So I usually have options to to ready. Maybe not indomitable. That might be not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, indom- indomitable. Do it. Okay. Yeah. So so I will protect and then and then stand up. Usually I'm I'm pretty pretty ready for this, but I won't say that it doesn't happen. Even if even if you are exhausted when this card comes up, it, you can still flip to alter ego form. You could then discard a tough status card if you had it, or it surges, and then on your next turn, you just get to flip back into hero form, gain two toughs, and you're off to the races. Well, he only gets the one when he flips, but... Oh, okay. Does he only gain one when he flips to hero? Yeah, he gains one, but he can hold two. But he can hold two, right. It, but still, it's like, you can you can still lose it, because you're just going to get it right back when you flip back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's not as... I don't think it's as impactful as other ones we've seen before, so... No, I, I would say not, especially given his mechanics. Yeah, but All I right. mean, most he, how how old's Colossus? You think in this era? Um, while he's still like, oh, yeah, you can see in the picture, uh, Magic is in there, um, his sister, and she is clearly not Magic yet. So he is uh, maybe like seventeen or eighteen. There we go. He's young adult here where the the obligations aren't as terrible for the youth. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the the kids. Yeah, they get up easy. 
He's an old-looking 17-year-old, but it also explains why Juggernaut's his nemesis since he likes to punch teenagers. Yeah, yeah. He, he's an old-looking... Yeah, I mean, he, he grew up on a commune working in the farm, so I expected he had a little different childhood than the rest of us. I don't want to make any presumptions about you guys and, those, and your history with communes, but... Those cheekbones. Good golly. Sculpted. Absolutely sculpted. Absolutely pronounced. Yeah, um, that's... That, I get that gets a big datovarish from me. <laughs> well, let's talk about the man of the hour here. Sure. Go ahead, go ahead, Adderkop. You know him, you love him. The the the, <laughs> the ten ton juggernaut himself. He doesn't get bigger as the episode goes on. Okay. He is a, of course, uh, unique minion. He's got one scheme and four attack. Uh, he's got the brute and elite keywords, so that gives him some immunity from a lot of uh, shenanigans. Uh, a firm 8 HP, uh, stalwart, and toughness. So a little bit hard to slow down, you might say. Mm -hmm. uh, he also has the boost effect. If this activation is an attack, that attack gains overkill and piercing. And along with that boost boost symbol, he's got uh, two boost icons. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So thematic home run. The, it's perfect. The, 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 uh, the boost effect has caught me unaware more times than the minion has. Yeah. Yeah. But even like with stalwart, that's perfect. It yep. Cancel him down. I almost feel like he should have overkill as well, just himself. I agree. He's just gonna run through the ally. Yeah. yeah. I agree. How does Maria Hill just say, hey Juggernaut, stop? And he goes, you right. know what, you're right. Yeah. And as a as a nemesis to Colossus, you if you were to defend with an ally and he has overkill, you're still going to hit one of your toughs, right? So, like, yeah. Right, right, Maria yeah. Hill, Maria Hill can't stop him anymore anyway. Oh, are we supposed to feel sad about that? Yeah. No, but... we're not supposed to, but other people might. <laughs> Spoilers, I'm surprised, moving on. A, I'm surprised he has a scheme. Uh, yeah, I guess he has an idea once in a while. Monkeys and typewriters, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for attack, that just it's him and Laufey, right? Are the only... Well, let's let's hold on to that thought because I have okay. a pop quiz for us a little later. So. Oh, oh man, right. I love pop quizzes. Yeah, yeah, great. I've already given my opponent the answer. Ugh. Nice, nice. Right. Um, yeah, he's he's significant. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Yeah, like, he's he, the... he comes out like that's a thing you got to. I mean, <laughs> now most heroes have their annoying way of doing eight damage, but mm -hmm. that's their turn to do it. And he has a tough, though. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the job of these minions, right? Is just to take the big hit. Yeah. So the villain is, you know, buys the villain another turn. That's all they do. So Spider-Man wants to waste his swinging web kick on this. More power to him. I really like that. I, I've never really thought about it that way. That the minions are there to, to buy a turn. I think that, I mean, especially these big fellas, these nemeses and, like, yeah. you know, even, even guards. That's just all they do is waste time they're, they're right they slow the pace for the villain because the right. villain can't catch up with us with heroes i shouldn't say us with heroes um heroes ramp villains don't <laughs> right so right i don't know some feel like some villains do ramp but but more need to be able to do that sure sure uh, to your point of heroes being able to knock out their own minion um going along with my original uh or not my original point but one of my earlier points about fear itself Colossus has made of rage that lets him do eight on the nose. There you go. And uh, I really like that given their history. Is yeah. it eight with piercing or not? It is not. No. 
So Squirrel Girl still has to show up first. Yeah. <laughs> or or Shadowcat has to open it up, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, Daniel, speaking of villains ramping, let's talk about this one. It's a rampaging Paging. juggernaut. <laughs> yes. Oh, he did it. Ooh, the side <laughs> nice. scheme. Nice work, Steve. Thank you. Really well done. Juggernaut possesses the power of Cinerac, but it also drives him mad. Mad, I tell you, mad! It is a side scheme with two threat per player, and the when revealed, discard each tough status card from each friendly character. Oh. Place two threat here for each tough status card discarded this way, has an amplify icon, and three boost icons. Ooh. So, wow. this plays right against Colossus, right? It could pull off both his toughs and make this, uh, in a solo game, make this a sixth threat. So. Wow. Yeah, this is one of those, it hurts your friends too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if you have, like, Doctor Strange over there handing out toughs to people, like, boom, 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 <laughs> remove them all. Then you have this amplify icon for a while. So. Is Colossus really good? Uh, can you reframe that question? Well, like, is he, like, a super kind of almost overpowered hero in this game? Because I find, like, this Nemesis set is awesome. <laughs> and usually that accompanies, <laughs> like, kind of overly strong. Well, he's got tough. So Yeah. Yeah, but, like, this this side scheme is bonkers. Like, in yeah. a four-player game. It's brutal. Like, this could, this could have, like, 22 threat on it, depending on how <laughs> things have gone. Like... What happens when this comes out right after Doctor Strange has thrown three toughs on us? You know, like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, as the Colossus player, if something like this happens, I will look at the Phoenix and Cyclops players and shrug and hope that they can <laughs> do something about it. Um, because yeah. I'm not built for that. So let me know when you need something blocked. He's not a, a thwarter, right? Certainly not, no. So, but I mean, it's such a good nemesis set. It makes me think, like, there's something super powerful about Cyclops. I played across the table from him once. That's it. So I don't know him very well as a hero. He's, I'd love to play him with you at some point. That'd be great. I do love the Amplify icon on this. It's just, yeah, yeah. again, yeah. Kind of a theme home run. Yeah. <laughs> really good. That is the icon I almost 100% forget exists. <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. So I've really, it doesn't well. affect the game very much at all. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> It'd be like a turn where I realize oh, I think I should have been hit for about eighteen more damage than this. <laughs> um, oh, so. I should be dead twice. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is actually uh, asterisk. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I never miss crisis or hazard icons. This one just it's invisible. Just forget it. Honestly, it's not worth yeah. it. Well, let's see if these car this set holds up, Daniel. What's the next? Sure, one? his his treachery is called slammed. When revealed, you are stunned. That's simple. I like that. If you are already stunned, take two damage. It has two boost icons and a special boost, and that special boost is reveal this card. Wow, that's mean. Yeah. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah, you are stunned is always mean, yep. <laughs> especially if you're Colossus. That's you know, that's how it's, you fight back. It's so straightforward. Slammed. You flip it. What happens? Oh, it appears that I'm I've been slammed. Great. And I like that he can slam your alter ego. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. He bet. doesn't care. <laughs> yep. As a side note, that take two damage is like it hurts, but in Colossus, it's get rid of a tough card. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, and that's art from Thunderbolts, where he's punching out Hyperion when he goes a little bit rogue. Pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I just like I like any card that kind of dings you when you think you're safe in Alter Ego. No, you don't. You don't mean that. I mean that. I love it. Love it. Okay. Like even like I can see you. He's yeah, like that. He's scheming. Whatever. It's not gonna be a big deal. Oh. Reveal this card. Stunned, and he's two boost icons, and I'm stunned as Peter Parker. Great. It it turns the flipping (laughs) to alter ego into a game of chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Now again, it's sad that you got to draw a shadow of the past. It all has to work out. You're going to see this guy once every four games, right? Isn't that the stat? Maybe. Not just shuffle this into every encounter. Yeah. Why not just throw it in there? Live, Live on the edge. There you go. There is that. (laughs) That's what heroic mode should be in this game. It's like everybody just shuffles their nemesis into the encounter set. I'm into that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm going to start playing that. I mean, yeah. Why not? A whole extra card or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, forget it. No, just give me all the bad cards. Just stack them up. Throw them in. I want 16 of the hardest cards in the game. Let's go. (laughs) go. (laughs) Well, there's one... One more uh, at our cap. Why don't you give it to us? That's that's good. I'm glad you gave this one to me. So uh, Unstoppable is an attachment that gives a plus two attack and has a nice little asterisk on it, which means there's more trouble than you expect. Uh, attached to the enemy with the highest printed attack without a copy of Unstoppable attached. Otherwise, against Surge. Sure, pretty standard. Force Interrupt. When attached to enemy attacks, the attack gains Overkill and Piercing. At the end of this attack, discard Unstoppable. So not not crazy, not anything we haven't seen before. You know, it's just like Rhino's Charge. Yeah. Um, overkill and piercing. There it is. Read them and weep. There are two of these, so that's why you know it says without a copy already. Yes. It's two boost icons. So this set has a nice set of boost icons. Threes, a three, two, two. A couple of them have specials. I think this has got a nice set of wow boost icons. <laughs> that's yeah. really this set good. Is bonkers. That's why. That's why I'm asking of like how good is Colossus? He must be unstoppable. Well, what do you know in this game? Because golly, well, I wouldn't call him unstoppable, but tough tokens are pretty good for stopping damage. So for the guy that deals a lot of it, it's not yeah. bad. My yeah, the um one thing I want to note here is that uh, we so often say, "Oh man, there's this cool attachment," but it whiffs because the minion isn't in play at the same time. I'm okay with this going on the villain. Yeah. Plus two um, attack, overkill, piercing, and the villain will attack. They will attack. Right. Yeah. So let's let's do the pop quiz right now because this okay. this is the this is what I want to talk about. Attached to the enemy with the highest printed ATK. Okay, without a. Copy. Alfie. All right. Now wait. Juggernaut. <laughs> Juggernaut has a four. Uh huh. What other minions and villains have a four or higher ATK set? We'll just go around the table. You name one until you can't name one. Daniel, st- you first. I started. Laufey. Yeah. Laufey. Okay. Mike? Uh, well, I do know one because uh, I was mathing out um, why you don't want to progress in Hella's scenario to the very end. Uh, eggnog. Correct. Eggnog. And I have it written down as eggnog, so ding, ding, <laughs> double points. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, Adderkop? Four or more. Isn't Rhino 3 a four attack? Correct. Rhino 3 is at 4 attack. Daniel, do you got another one? I would hope the T-Rex has 4. No, the T-Rex does oh. not have 4. What? No, something like a 3 piercing or something like that. All right, so. I'm out. 
All right. God, uh, I know. So if you know one, just shout it. Just, just ring in and we'll call on you. There's There are no more minions that have a four or greater. Thanos um, three? Thanos three, correct. Yeah. Ronin three, yeah. Ronin three, yep. Oh, I'm thinking of all these villains that ramp up to four, but they don't actually have four on their card. There are five villains left. Whoa. Five villains? Six, six villains left, sorry. Wow, okay. Uh, no cheating. You can't look stuff up either. Yeah, who are the goons in Wait this Wait a game? minute. There isn't uh, a Loki that has it, is there? There is not a Loki that has it. Is it? It's not Magneto, right? Nope, not him no. either. Magneto's three. There's yeah. one in the core set. Besides the one I got? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it Ultron three? Ultron 3, yeah. Ultron 3 is... Wow, I've never played Ultron 3. Yeah, so the core set, they gave us two villains right off the bat with a four attack. (laughs) (laughs) They were pulling punches Uh, in the beginning. Green Goblin 3? Yep, Green Goblin 3, correct. Oh, good one. Good call. Uh, One, two, three, four left. Four left. Uh, There's one... there's There's a villain in the Mutant Genesis box you haven't named. Oh, I guess there's two. There's two in the Mutant Genesis. Is Sabretooth one of them? Sabretooth 3? No, it's not Sabretooth. Okay. Oh, uh, doesn't Absorbing Man get four? Nope. It's not him. Oh, he does stink. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in Mutant Genesis? Yeah. Like, the only ones we haven't mentioned yet are... Oh, wait. We, we haven't mentioned the... Uh, no, it wouldn't be one of those stupid Brotherhood guys. Or would it? Would it, would it be from Who's the Mansion Pack stuff? Yeah. Like Avalanche? Tom? There's one of them on the B side who has Toad B side. No, no it's got to be Avalanche. Avalanche B side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want me to just tell you the rest? Or do you think? Yeah, you yeah. All right, Master Mold three. No way. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Okay. Uh, Green Goblin level two is a four attack. Oh my oh. god. Yeah. Oh, so wow. two and three both are. Uh, thanks for, thanks for the heads up. We're playing that this weekend. So okay, cool. and <laughs> and the uh, there's one left. Kang, the Scarlet Centurion version. Oh, how did I forget Kang? That stinks. Yep. All right. Yeah, really. Come on, man. I'm out. But here. only the Scarlet Centurion. <laughs> so so that's that's a not a ton of them. So there's a good chance the Juggernaut does get the the card if he's out as well. Mm-hmm. So yikes. Yeah. Any of them can have the card too. Right, I mean, it could go on anyone who happens to be out, right? So, uh, oh, jeez, unstoppable Green Goblin with four on level two, like uh, yeah, <laughs> with instant bombs on him. Yeah, yeah. All right, I guess I'm dead. Yeah. And against, <laughs> against Claw level one, it could go on a weapons runner. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because he's a zero. Oh my yeah. god, that's awesome. Move. He's all pumped up. He's ready to stop you, and then you hit him with some indirect damage and kill him. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye shoots an arrow at him. Yeah. yeah, I like how you come up with the most disappointing person to get yeah. unstoppable on the weapons yeah. runner. You can't stop yeah. him; he's running. <laughs> 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 Man, he really is running. Yeah. Uh, this is a great set. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this was really cool. Let's give it a rating. Uh, it's it's a plus. I don't know how it could be anything else. I. I don't want to play with Colossus at the table anymore, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, this gets an A+. Plus. Just, yeah, perfect mix of theme and mechanics. Okay. And a cop? I'm super happy with it. It's got everything that I want. Uh, I would also give it an A+, plus or a, a perfect this yet. Okay. Nice. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh, does it get dinged because of Homesick? 
No, why would it get why would it get dinged for the homesick? No, no, no homesick is not part of that's not, not part, of part of the nemesis. Okay. Set. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Oh my goodness. Good, I do like that the nemesis, like the homesick, is not that bad because this is. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and, and any set that really hoses the table is even better. <laughs> like I get it thematically works solo against Colossus, but it just hurts everybody. It's yeah, it's pretty brutal, especially considering that he can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, he can work two on a good day. Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, uh, Adderkop, for all the info and for bringing the set to the lair. Yeah, I'm happy to. Uh, I always like coming here. I guess when I'm here, because I've been here multiple times, I suppose. Um. <laughs> But who have knows? You, have you been here though? Who knows? Really? Who knows? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, the wallpaper knows. Yeah. You yeah. folks might know you from some little show you do. Do, do, you, do you need to plug that to get the yeah. word out? We want yeah. People to be able to We're trying it. to get it off the ground, kind of. Um, it's this little like side project. Um, we do Marvel. Uh, what's it? Uh, we know what I already forgot the name of it. Marvel. Marvel Champions Monthly, and it comes out mostly monthly. And so MCMMM wasn't really working, so we're going to call it that, and we're going to kind of go forward with that one. <laughs> but yeah, if you could share it with um, share it with your friends and your mom and stuff, have your mom email us. That'd be cool. Uh, well, moms listen to our show, not other shows. That's our thing. So okay. we can share it with our dads, though. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, that works okay. out. We just want people to listen. Um, I hope we can get it off the ground one day. <laughs> Well, Mike, if people want to get a hold of us. Yeah. Folks, what are your thoughts on the 15-pound juggernaut? You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or our Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering 2. Oh, and yeah, Adder Pops here, too. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Juggernaut. Take us out. Nothing can stop the juggernaut. Nice. <laughs> that was great. I bet you weren't expecting that. I wasn't. That was I was great. when you said that it's from the thing. Yes. Yes. That's burned <laughs> into my brain. That's yeah. the only way I can read that text. <laughs> That's so awesome. Is that I'm, that's really what he sounded like? That's a hundred percent what he's like. He sounded like that. Uh, Wendigo jumped at you like a Pokemon and said, "Wendigo!" Like that's the way they sounded. Giving it a full uh, words. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well and truly. Ha, 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 ha.